hot. We are hot. The mics are hot. The mics are hot. I actually wanted to start with a, a quick discovery that I made um, in the truck. Okay. So the the Rio, the E92, not the E36, but basically all my daily cars have always had like volume and skip controls on the steering wheels. Like pretty much anything after 2000. Eight, eight, a six, yeah. eight, somewhere so yeah, around there. Five up somewhere yeah. in there. Uh huh. And the truck didn't have them. Oh and shit! Always, and I've always been like, man, I have to like, you know, mess with the knobs like, a, yeah, like a peasant. <laughs> and I'm like, man, this sucks that the uh-huh. truck doesn't have it. So uh-huh. today, uh, I get into my car and I'm bringing, I'm driving the truck now. Mm-hmm. So I drove the truck here and. I slipped or something, and I felt some buttons in the back of the steering wheel. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Americans. Oh, my God, dude. There's a volume up, volume down, and skip, and uh, the, the return. There's buttons. no indicator to tell you they're There's there? There's nothing on the steering wheel that ta- tells you they're there. Nothing. I mean, it's clean, but. Yeah, it is, but I would have never known. What right, it's the where like the, the paddles would be. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. There. Which makes sense. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm glad they're there. Yeah, because now yeah. it's like okay, I can I can skip my Spotify and mm-hmm. all that stuff mm-hmm. from from the steering wheel. But it took me, you know, what a year. <laughs> <laughs> well, happy <laughs> New Year! Yeah. Happy New Year! You got a gift. I got a gift. Give the gift of uh, volume control. Yes. But anyway, welcome to ninety one. Welcome, Arcane. welcome. I am John. I'm Randy. And on today's episode, the New Year's episode, even though it's going to air a little later, uh, we're going to, oh, as always, cover your headlines, get into some BMW updates. As you might have seen, uh, I've done a lot of work recently trying to prepare for the end of January track day. Mm. Uh, discontinued cars for 2020. Cars we're saying goodbye to goodbye. Uh, in 2021. Mm-hmm. And then also cars eligible for import. In 2021, that's a fun little like, we life and death type of thing. Or, yeah, you know, okay, yeah, hell yeah, yes, yes. And then finally, car guy superpowers. Mm-hmm. We're gonna kind of improv here on what would be some car guy superpowers that we'd want to be interested in. Yes. And finally, finishing with a question from the listener. But let's get into our headlines and go under the hood. The first headline. Um. So recently. On a podcast, uh, a female racer named Emma Kimilenin. I'm sorry, okay. I know I'm butchering that, but she's uh, I think she, I believe she's Polish. Okay. Um, she was a, she is a pro driver who was trying to make it into Formula One, and recently on a podcast, oh yeah, I know. She about that. shared yes. that she was trying to drive an Indy car with Indy Lights, mm-hmm. and they didn't share what the sponsorship deals were going to mm-hmm. be. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in the middle of the negotiations, uh-huh. she found out that in order to drive, yes. she had to pose nude. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That is the most sexist shit ever, dude. Oh, my God. Man. Poor women. Women, they have a rough. Oh, man. I know. This was 10 years ago, by right. the way, right? right. So she, she just recently let this information mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. But she was out of driving for four years after this. Yeah. So it isn't like, you know, she had a good ending either. You right. know what I mean? It was kind of like, okay, I'm, I, I just I won't do this. And she has no other option. And she won a few. Yeah. She's a she, good driver. Yeah. She is a good driver. Yes. yes. Yeah. So the, like, it's like. It's like if you were kind of making it up in the ranks and as part of your contract, they told you to whip your dick out. And, and I might do it. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, like yeah. pose. Would but you? I'm not objectified the way women are. Oh hell no, dude. I mean, this is this is extreme. Like, yeah, when I saw this, that I was is. like, man, like to to get put out for four years, right? To experience that and yeah. then get put out for four years. Yeah, that sucks. That man. is bullshit. Yeah, she's doing a lot better now, of uh -huh. course. I mean, things are things have changed. How much I don't entirely know. But things have, have progressed since 2010, you know? I mean, Me but Too helped a lot, but... Yeah, but that's... I mean, it's still a, a uphill battle, for I, sure. I mean, name the f women professional racers. Name them... How many on your hand can you... How many fingers can you oh, chop off? Oh, yeah, with? dude. No, no. Just I Danica Patrick, even, right? Yeah, that, that's it. That's like, really it I that mean, we know of. Yeah, I mean, there, off there, the are, dome. there are a lot more. I'm sure there are. And there are, there are a lot that I follow on Instagram, too. But... okay. I mean, I will say, you know, I couldn't remember, I couldn't name a lot of, you know, I could name like Lewis Hamilton and like famous older drivers, but right. I can't name a lot of drivers in general. Right. Okay. Right? That's fair but, too. Yeah, that's but true. But I do, you know, I, they're not well represented in the sport yet, right? They're yes. represented, but not right. in a giant quantity of numbers. No, no, no. Yeah. They don't, there's no uh, F1 women. Yeah. And I do feel like, that. you know, there there are sports where there needs to be a women division and a men division. Yeah. Obviously, right? Yes. There are some. Basketball. But I don't think driving is one of those. Really? Yeah, I don't think driving is one of those. I think you I think there there there's a good there could be a good sample of women that would do well in F1. I could see that. Even yeah. like rally too, really. Yeah. You're right. Like there isn't a need for it. There just hasn't been anybody that's climbed the ranks or getting the, gotten the chance. Yeah, exactly. Without showing the or, tits. You know, exactly. That, yeah. yeah, they get they're they're objectified yeah. in this way. So you know, good for her for doing well now, but man, that sucks to hear that. You know, she should have just called those motherfuckers out now. Yeah, I'm, you know what I mean. She like, should have done it then. You know, she's calling because right. even now she referred to it as a high-end men's magazine. She didn't actually call them out. Right. Maybe there was a lawsuit and they settled. I'm hoping that's the case. <clears throat> I hope so for her. So she yeah. can't talk. Yeah, but yeah, 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 if I were you, the same thing. I would just call it, call them out, put them on blast. Yeah, fuck, fuck that. All There's that. some yeah. things that you just can't forgive. Right, exactly. Yeah, but anyway, moving on to our next headline. It's the end of the year, Randy, and the beginning of a new one. And it's time to roll the automotive in memoriam for 2020. Yes. Please don't cry. Please I, don't cry. One of them was on my list before. So uh, I'm going to go down the list and you're going to tell me, give me like a one to five scale on how much you care. Okay. Uh, one being don't care. One being don't care. Five being you, you're probably going to cry. Okay. Mercedes AMG GTR is leaving us. Is that, is that the Gullwing? Yeah, that's the Gullwing. Yeah. Uh, three. A three. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. This one's probably a five. The Chevy Impala is discontinued. There's still a Chevy Impala, <laughs> right? So that's that's kind of was my thought too. What the like, hell? You know what? I, this car died a long time ago for me. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, like 15 years ago. If so, not, the, if, if not, not more, more yeah, right? Where it's like, okay, it's, it's it was just Impala? gone. So the fact that it was on this list, I was like, oh crap, they're still making them. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's a one. Mm -hmm. oh, okay, I've seen these occasionally. This one plucks at my heartstrings. The Ford Mustang GT350. Okay. Um, and the only reason it does is that prices are going up already. Are they? Yeah. So I don't know if it's going to be temporary. I'm hoping it'll be temporary. Uh -huh. But I'm already seeing like a 5 to 10K 
tag on top of the cars at, compared to the previous cars that I saw on sale. So you're talking about used ones? Used cars, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I would wow. see them like as low as like 40, 45. Now they're up in like 50, 55. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Okay, so that's gone. Yeah, it's gone. Three again. Yeah, that's that's a four for me. Uh-huh. The Alfa Romeo 4C Spider is gone. So the coupe was already gone in 2018, but the convertible version... Oh, remained. Remained until this year. Now that car is gone as well. I'll give that a one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Civic Coupe, which we've discussed already, uh, is now gone. That's a four for me. Is it? Yeah, you had one. Yeah, yeah, I had one. I love it. I still love the coupe. Yeah. I'll probably always have a coupe or a two-door of some kind. Yeah. That's always my style of car personally. So, But now it'll be impossible to get, so I'm stuck in a... Yeah, either yeah. a hatchback or the sedan. Right. J- yes. So, eh, yeah, four. And I just they're just not good at sedans. Well, uh, C- Civics, see. you mean? Honda. Honda. Yeah. They're, it it well, just seems specifically. Yeah. It seems very pedestrian and boring and like. I mean, that is pretty much a Honda Civic. Right. And an Accord. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But anyway, the next car, the Lexus GSF. They had an F yeah. trim? Yeah. Well, Lexus GS? GS in general is gone. Yes. Yeah. GSF was the notable one for me. Uh, How many horsepower is that? Does it say? I Probably in the 300s. I didn't, I didn't really look into um, the horsepower figures for it. I give that a one, personally. Yeah. Do you care? No, I'm not a big Lexus guy. I know you're not. You, yeah. you hit on that Lexus. It this is... one I was actually a little surprised about. Are oh, you going to go into the horsepower? 467 horsepower, oh, MSRP, wow. 85K. So it's oh. like M5 territory. Uh, I would say that's M3. 467 yeah but the size of it is yeah it's probably bigger. the rc is more m wait oh it's like the m3 m4 is the rc and the gs yeah then. yeah probably the gs might be a little bigger but i guess i was talking more power numbers okay 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 but uh the last one that i have and you might have others is the honda fit I was actually surprised to see this one go away. Dude, small car sales are just down the shitter. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I feel like th- there's still room for a car like the Honda Fit. Yeah, it'll be interesting because that's still a very affordable entry. Like, I just got a college. Yeah. I need a car type of new car. All these companies are giving the market to Kia and Honda. Exactly. Yeah. That's what's the that's the that's that's the thing. So yeah. um, Toyota doesn't have the Yaris either anymore. Is that right? Or? Uh, I thought they were. No, they still have that. I thought they were still coming out with the Yaris. Well, they definitely have it overseas, but I don't know if they have the oh, pedestrian have here. Yaris here. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure, actually. Um, but are there any other cars on your list for the in memoriam? The other one is the Fiat 124. Okay. So this uh, is it's it. Really? That's another one that I'm surprised to hear was still being made. Uh, yes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> wow. It's probably like five years too late. Oh, um, wow. and uh, Miata ND chassis f- built on the same line as the Miatas in yeah. Japan. Yep. And then they ship the uh, Italian engines over and it's a 1.4 liter turbo. Right. The same one that um, our uh, Valley Crew folks, friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've got that in their Fiat. Um, same engine. So there's a there's a mini community around it. Um, I still 
think it'd be a great car to own some yeah uh, i mean there was yeah. there was a bit a big like marketing push like three or four years ago mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where you would see it a lot in like people's social media it wasn't like the hoonigan channel they gave yeah them, they built one didn't yeah they? they built one they they had a bunch of them during some one of their contests that they were tracking at uh at uh, apple valley oh yeah and it just never took off like no one saw that car as having any potential I was thinking about that. Nobody cares about Italian cars except for supercar and hypercar. Yeah. Brands. Yeah. And also, like, if the Miata is there, why would you do the 124? The turbo. Yeah, I guess you're right. You got way more. Uh, you can build the turbo. Yeah, I guess you could have way more fun with it. You could. You could get it to 250 without. Oh. Uh, uh without maybe just swapping the turbo yeah 250 to 270 one of your neighbors has one yes um i always see his garage door open and like you can see it in there yeah he actually commented on my cars today oh really i didn't know he runs up the street yeah and uh he was like oh s2000 and prelude huh I'm like, and he was like, yeah, I have a Fiat and uh, the 4C. He has a 4C also. Oh, okay. And I was like, oh, I've seen you drive it up here. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, the 4C's, it's nice and yeah, stylish. Yeah, yeah, But it's like for the same price, what, 50 grand, let's say? Yeah. There's so much other, yeah. let's say other options. Again, maybe. we don't, as Americans, don't care about Alfa Romeo as a brand. Yeah, no. They, they cannot crack into no. the U.S. market. Yeah, there's just too much other good shit. What? I wonder what? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Kia did it. You know, they kind of broke through. They did break through. And I mean, Alfa Romeo has cheaper cars, not cheap cars. Right. They're cheaper than like a M3. They're, yeah. They have the Quadrifoglio yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Maybe it's the fact that it's hard to pronounce their, their car's name. Maybe that. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Italian Again, Italian cars. Other than supercars, we don't give a shit about Maserati. Who cares about fucking Maserati? Yeah, but I don't see it as an Italian car brand. Like I don't, like I know it's an Italian car brand. What I mean is, I that doesn't it doesn't factor in it for me personally. The, where it's coming from? Yeah. So so that's why it's hard for me to grasp to grasp the idea that it you know it's just an Italian car manufacturer that doesn't work out. Like what is it about their styling that doesn't work out here? Well, I I don't think their quality is as reputable also. It's not. You yeah. know. I do see a, that like when I looked it up cuz I wanted to look into why, mm-hmm. I did see a lot of that. Like quality right. control isn't mm-hmm. the greatest with that. Yeah. Yeah. So, but any other cars? Uh really the Fiat was the only one that like, you know, oh, uh, there's the Lexus or sorry, the Land Rover. No, 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 sorry. Land Cruiser. Oh yes, the that's another one's like oh they still make that shit yeah yeah right because so yeah, they have all they have the the FJ they had the FJ oh, there was only the one FJ. gen of that oh, okay. okay okay yes but it's the official actual Land Cruiser so big body six seater V eight um yeah is the Land Cruiser bigger than the Forerunner yes oh, okay it is that's the okay. next tier up. Okay, gotcha. Because it's got space for f- a seats in the trunk and still a trunk. Oh. Uh, it's a little bit bigger. Wow. Yeah. I wonder why, why are they getting rid of it? Nobody buys it. Who wants a V8, man? Everybody. As an SUV. That's well, true. No. I mean, people. Nah, no. I don't know that the gas mileage has improved on the, on the their V8s. No. It's hard to improve gas mileage on V8. Yes, absolutely. Unless you're shutting down cylinders. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, let's get into our next headline. 21 changed nothing, Randy. 
What do you mean? We wanted we wanted to think that you know crossing into 2021 we are leaving the misery of 2020 mm-hmm. but it's just all continuing okay and the corona evolution continues yes, yes. um honda is now launching masks for your cars you mean car bras <laughs> <laughs> no okay. so it's it's sort of a a, a mask right so you know what it's it's basically a mask that goes over your cabin filter that kills 99.8% of viruses within the first 15 minutes of it running. So it, it's literally a mask you can put over your cabin filter. And within 24 hours, 99.9% of viruses are gone. Inside of your car, you mean? Inside of your car. Oh, wow. So they're, they're specifically catering this to people that uh, live in colder climates that have to roll their windows up. Mm. Right. So they're, they, they want to ventilate the air that they're driving in. Okay. That's who they're targeting with this. So they've invented, uh, this particular technology that really is just microscopic, like jaggedness okay. that catches and destroyed the viruses. Mm. The, the R and D team, designed it around legs of dragonflies can you believe that shit okay so apparently that's how dragonflies keep their legs clean their legs have microscopic like zigzags in them blades in them almost okay that slice viruses and destroy them wow so you don't have to deal with them that's awesome yeah so dragonflies have inspired masks for your cars. So let's hear what the Karens and the Darrens out there have to <laughs> have to say about this. Not that their cars have to wear masks. Oh jeez, it almost makes it a situation worse. Yeah, but that's like like uh, this all this innovation that's happening is actually pretty cool. That know, is cool. That's that's know, always a good thing. Yeah, I mean I'll, I'm down for clean air even if it isn't for corona. Like what's what's wrong in you know, putting a mask over your cabin filter so you can have a clean air in your car. Right. Abs- even though I'm I'm a consistently a windows down driver. Yeah, but we're spoiled, John. Yeah. We have good weather. And even when it's cold, I just blast the heater. Like, right. it doesn't get that cold. Right. You know what I mean? So, yeah. but yeah, that's, uh, those are our headlines. Those are, yeah. <laughs> those are our headlines. So, you'll have a mask for your car soon. Mm-hmm. But anyway, let's get into the BMW updates for this week. As you know, Randy, I am on a time clock. Yep. And it's stressing me the fuck out. Okay. Um, it's, I'm waiting for parts to arrive. I have to make this have have I have had to make decisions on buying substitutes just to make it maybe because I don't know if I'm going to make the the actual deadline with some of these parts that are still shipping. Uh Um, But let's get into the list of stuff that I've done. So obviously the transmission was the next big milestone. Gorgeous blue little uh, transmissions. Yeah, uh, you saw that. You saw that go in there. I painted the transmission bracket blue. Yeah. Um, I I couldn't torque down the, um, the, the input shaft flange. Uh, okay. and it's it was torqued to 140. Uh-huh. But torquing at 140 with the transmission outside of the car is impossible. I mean, impossible. Right? Yeah. Uh, so I I I asked the missus, I'm like, can you just just sit on this? 
transmission for me. Not enough, right? And it wasn't. She doesn't weigh. Right, right. She weighs under the torque measurement. <laughs> right, right. So I was like, okay, here, hold this forty-five pound weight. <laughs> Did that work? And it worked, dude. Did, are you it's serious? So, I had to put my forearm on the That's transmission. That's a good cheat. I didn't know oh, that. Dude. That would work. I, yeah, she held that. She she sat on the transmission. I put my forearm on the transmission and just gave it all I had, dude. Uh-huh. And I finally got the click. Wow. Yeah. So I was like, ah, oh, yeah, we did it, dude. Yeah, we uh-huh. did it. So that crossed that. And then uh, then I was able to put the transmission on, which was a bitch, man. For real? I'm not. Okay. It's not, it's not that hard to take off and put on a transmission. Mm-hmm. But I did make it almost unnecessarily difficult for myself in some ways. Uh, remember I told you that I the I used a transmission jack, but I couldn't slide it out because there wasn't enough room because mm-hmm. the car wasn't high enough. Mm-hmm. So the what I should have done was jack the car up, then roll it in, then I could lower it if I wanted to. Oh, yeah. But I just, I don't know, for some reason I just don't want to deal with jacking the car. Okay. So what I did was I put the transmission on a lower sort of dolly. And uh-huh. rolled it it un- rolled it under there. Okay. Uh, along with the transmission jack, and then I was gonna lift the transmission onto the transmission jack from there, and that was a huge mistake. <laughs> huge that sounds dumb. Mis- oh my god, it was so stupid. But at that point, I was I was like I was in right. Like I'm uh-huh. not. I, I didn't want to reset, which yeah, I should have yeah, reset. I, I know the feeling. You know, but it's yes. like I gotta get this victory, no matter how stupid this is. Uh, yeah. So what I did was I was able to get the tail of the transmission onto the transmission jack, but the front was still on the dolly. Yeah. But I, from trying to lift the transmission like while I'm on my back onto the thing, I just kept getting weaker and weaker. Yeah. Because I was yeah. getting more and more tired. Yes. And I, I couldn't get it on. Uh-huh. So then I got a uh, one of my floor jacks. Mm-hmm. And I jacked the transmission up from the middle. Mm-hmm. And so then I jacked it up high enough so I could just slide it really quickly. Roll it over, yeah. And I slid it onto the transmission jack, and I scuffed a bunch of the paint on that blue bracket that I planted. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. That but sucks. I finally was able to get it on there. Okay. Other than that, it wasn't super difficult. Okay. I was afraid that my makeshift... Uh, uh, um, clutch alignment tool uh-huh. was going to put me off alignment and I wasn't going to be able to get it in there. Uh, but luckily, I put it in there. It fought me a little bit, but I shook it up and down it a bit, and then all of a sudden, it pressed in. Okay, nice. And then uh, the it was just a matter of putting the bolts on. I torqued them all down. Uh, I am missing one, which is a dumb little like screw that goes in through the back. Mm-hmm. Um, but... The fact that I had the intake manifold off mm-hmm. made Helped. the job a million times easier, because uh, I could I could even put bolts in through that side. Oh, because there's yeah. so much space. Because there's so much space, oh, and the starter, okay. which uh-huh. is another thing too. I'm not I'm like I don't know how easy the starter would be. I don't know how I would do the starter, but people do it. Uh, without removing the manifold, because I've seen it on YouTube. Uh-huh. But the the starter is bolted to the transmission, exclusively to the transmission. Okay. So once you take the transmission off, it's really just a loose starter there. Mm. So if I wouldn't have had the, uh, the intake manifold off, I don't know how I would have pressed the... Um, 
the starter in because it's held in by this dowel that is really, really tight. Okay. And then you screw in the two bolts. Hmm. But without the in intake manifold off, I don't know that I would be able to reach it. Okay. Maybe maybe there's a way to do it, and I just didn't see it, but I don't know how I would be able to reach that. But luckily, I sent you the picture. I posted it. It went in. Um, you sent it to what? IG? Oh, oh. I put it on IG, and I sent it to you, too. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. um, you know, and, and it was it went in. I did the, uh, the clutch line and a slave cylinder. I still have to bleed it, um, but I'll do all that stuff once I swap fluids because I got to do the brake fluid, too. Um, but you know, other than that, I mean, it was pretty, pretty easy. Okay. I still think I probably wouldn't do that job again on my back. Uh, um, crazy. That's all I got to say. Dude, yeah. That, it was, or alone. Uh -huh. I think that, that uh -huh. part, that's the part that kind of got me a little bit. I got a little nervous with how heavy that thing was. Yeah. And, and also didn't want to mess things up. Right. But dude, like the, I was so sore the next day. I bet. Dude, it was, you like, you underestimate how much like crawling on your back actually tires you out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you know, it took me, I would say probably five hours to do uh, the transmission, the slave cylinder and clutch line swap, mm -hmm. and to install the uh, the sh shifter selector rod. Okay. Um, so I bought. You're not on Instagram right now, mm -hmm. but uh, I bought a a aftermarket like those bolt action shifters that have a sp they're spring loaded. Okay. So it's like super notchy. Okay. And it also comes with its own selector rod. Okay. And so the selector rod, they're they're measured to fit almost precisely to the selector rod joint. Okay. But the particular joint that I got, which it's I got it's genuine BMW, has it's a little bit wider. Okay. So I had to file the motherfucker down really? in order to fit onto the selector rod. And it's really just like a fork that goes over the, you know, goes over the rod like this. And there's okay. a pin that goes in okay. the middle. Okay, that makes sense. And that's the part that took me the longest because it was like file. Because I didn't want to wear too much out. Right. right? You want to keep wearing it just right. Just enough. So yes. I'm like filing it, fitting it, filing it, fitting it, filing <laughs> it, fitting it. Damn. And finally was able to get it on. Uh-huh. But then being able to get it on well enough to fit the pin through, uh -huh. was, it took me forever. So like oh, I, I'd shit. say like an hour and a half. Just of filing. Those five hours were just filing and trying to get that that selector rod on. Interesting. And you had this on IG. Is that why you're saying? Uh, no, I, I didn't post that. Yet, oh, okay, I don't have okay, the shifter okay. on yet. Okay. So once I put the shifter on, I'll post it. But, uh -huh. but yeah, it was uh that that fought me for a bit. That was probably the most annoying part. Do you have a self uh, brake bleeding kit? Yes, I do. Uh, is that good? Oh yeah, it it's good for bleeding your brakes. Yeah. It's not that good for clutches. For the oh, E36, okay. the E36 runs, uh, the clutch runs off the same brake fluid reservoir. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, the power bleeder works great with the brakes. Okay. But I still have to do either hand bleed the slave cylinder uh -huh. or do the old fashioned two person method. That's why it's like, I yeah. need to do it on the prelude bad. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, but, but I mean, why don't you get the wifey to help you? It's just pressing in the clutch. Yeah, but I also said I hate doing stuff on the prelude last week, right? Oh, so, that's what it is. So if it only takes me to the grocery store and back. I, uh, uh, I mean, but you need to do it bad? Like, how bad? It's super spongy. Oh, man. I can't believe I so went to the need, mountains you with you guys. You need new fluid. Yes, absolutely. Uh, okay. Yes, yeah. I've had new fluid for a year in a bottle. 
on the shelf. Oh, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things, it's man. It's definitely like, one of those things. Like, uh, I, yeah. I'm due for an oil change on the truck, and I'm uh-huh. just dreading it. Like, yeah. I, you know, I want to do fun stuff. I don't yes. want to do this stuff. Right, right, right. Horrible. But anyway, okay. you know, it, 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 um, I went in, you know, everything was good from that end, and and then milestone cleared. You know, it's kind of Dope. like that was the, that was one uh, one other thing I had to do, but that was the biggest thing. From there on out, it's pretty basic, easy stuff or stuff that it isn't going to be grueling mm-hmm. to do. So I should be able to get it done by the twenty second. Um, so I was like, all right, let's 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 just keep keep it moving. Um, so I hit up, you know, Tony from an accepted pod. I'm like, Hey bro, like, you, you know, you cross your quarantine. Are we good? You know, you want to set up some, to get some welding done? He's like, yeah, let's come through. And this was uh, new year's Eve yesterday. Okay. So I'm like, are you sure? He's like, yeah, I'm not doing anything. So I went over to his house. Uh, but before that I actually had to press the bushings out of the subframe. Cause I don't want him to have to deal with burning rubber when he's welding. Mm-hmm. So I tried like every press tool I had and no, I just couldn't work. get anything to work. Yeah. And pretty much the, 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 the go-to method that everyone posts on every forum, burn it, burn them out. Uh huh. And I just, I tried not, I mean, I even use wire brushes instead of using chemicals to clean stuff. Cause I just try to not yeah. introduce too much shit to the environment. Yes. Yeah. But I just had no other choice. Okay. So I want to get a map torch uh-huh and i was i I didn't burn the actual rubber but i burned the outside of it okay and dude it was like i mean 10 seconds of heat and a hammer on the bushing and it was out are you serious dude, that easy easy really easy, dude. it was so easy like the worst part was like some of the melted rubber mm-hmm. uh would spray onto the hammer in my skin Ooh. so like it, it didn't burn okay. but then rubbing that off sucked because it didn't want to come off Okay. You know, so okay. clean up okay. kind of sucked, but dude, like it must have been five minutes and I had all four bushings out. Oh, nice. Okay. After battling that's, for a couple hours. That's a good tip. All right. All right. Yeah. Good and to know. I have a torch now if you need right. it. Right. Okay. Um, and so uh, I got that off. We went over. He welded in the uh, sway bar reinforcements. So that's done. Uh-huh. Now I just need to clean up a few parts here and there and, and then I'm good to go. The. The part that's holding me up, as I've discussed before, is the rear lower camber arms or control arms. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were set to ship on the 14th. Then all of a sudden I get a notification that it's set to arrive on the 30th. Okay. And I'm like, all right, I'm good. If they come on the 30th, I'm set. And they didn't. 30th arrived and went and nothing U- showed up. U.S. Postal Service? Uh, turns out they haven't even shipped yet. Yeah. So I hit up the company. Was it the PCS post tuning. office? It wasn't the post office. Oh, okay. It hasn't okay. shipped yet. Oh, okay. Right. Okay, so okay. I, I hit them up and I'm like, uh, so I just kind of want to check the status on these parts. Cause I mean, it's been like a month since I ordered them. Yeah. And he's like, Oh yeah, we're, they're getting to us, uh, in early January and we'll be able to ship them on the 14th of January, of January. Oh, so I'm like, Oh, from where? from east coast it's gonna be like seven days it's east coast it's gonna be like oh. seven days to to get to my house which it could be the last day and it arrives but do i want to chance that and i need to get an alignment right so i need to have all this stuff done uh or at least a suspension done and down so that i can get an alignment all the engine stuff i can worry about uh-huh. after that uh-huh so i'm like okay 
These are my options. One, roll on the stockies. Reuse the OEMs, but they use an eccentric bolt. So if I replace them with the new ones that come in, I'm going to have to get a new alignment. Yes. If I get like eBay cheapies, like steels, steel lower control arms. Yeah, my stomach churned. (laughs) (laughs) Then I can, I'll have, I can get my alignment Uh and then I can pull those off, make the new ones the same exact length, and then I'm good to go. Oh, right. Right. right, So I don't really have to do my alignment too much. I can really eyeball it at that point. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's an option. Definitely. So I just, I keep going back and forth. Oh. And judging by your reaction, you would probably go with the OEMs. I, uh, wait. So it's the lower control arm you said, right? Yeah. And let let me, let's put this in money terms, right? I mean, Uh I'm getting, I'm not getting like a, like a, no, uh, what is it? discount tire alignment, right? Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. I'm getting a, a track yeah. alignment. Yes. I'm gonna be paying four hundred bucks, maybe, because they're gonna corner balance and corner everything. Corner balance everything, right? So if I have to do this again, it's another four. Maybe not four hundred because I'm only doing one axle. So let's say two hundred dollars. Mm. Um. So if I go with OEM, I'm paying two hundred dollars. If I'm going with eBay Steelies, I'm paying 50 bucks oh okay i see so and they're adjustable like this like the ones you're getting they have full adjustability Uh uh-huh the oem ones don't have enough adjustability to get your camber that you need camber that i need that's why you're saying okay i see and that's that's where i'm sitting at this dilemma okay yeah well if they're steel yeah. So right <laughs> yeah, I before, see your point. Right before I hit buy it now, uh-huh. I literally said, "Well, they're steel." <laughs> <laughs> so what I just said, you said, "Yeah, to that's exactly word for word what I said." And I was uh-huh. like, "You know, it's gonna be one track day." Uh huh. And they're heavy duty. I bought the ones that have good reviews okay, on them. That'll work. So I'm like, you know what? We'll try it. If they hold up one track day, I have some backups. You right, know, like right, right. Those things. The ones that I'm getting are going to be aluminum, so they're uh-huh. going to be technically weaker, even though they're supposed to be engineered better. Right. Um, and they're meant to bend, right? Mm-hmm. To take the, whatever abuse you give them, they'll bend, and you replace them. Done and done. Mm-hmm. So I decided to order them. I'm okay. Like, you know what? If I want to make this on time, I'm going to have to get this. Yeah, absolutely. So I ordered them. They'll be here next week, and by next week, it could be. If I decide fat to move fast enough, it could be the next Friday you see the you finally see the E36 at my house. At your house, <laughs> it could be, but I'm not making any promises because yeah, because my next steps are almost all electrical. Oh, I have to wire my senders for all my gauges. I have to wire the electric fan for the cooling system. Okay. Um, and that's it. I like to make it sound oh, like it's that's a lot not too big, but I just don't like to deal with electrical. electrical i'm just not it's just it's not difficult like i know it's not hard you listeners are gonna be like oh my god like what about mm-hmm. i know you guys are rolling around in dusty ass cars yeah you don't want to wash them either yeah so well, i am <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so it's kind of one of those things where you yeah. just i just don't want to i've almost considered you know getting like a mobile mechanic to come wire them for me okay but it's just so expensive for what it is mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. i'm just like you know i'm already over budget i'm just gonna ha- i just should just do it myself did you get some bougie gauges or did you just get some um 
what do you mean by bougie? Like, well, I mean, I know Defy is kind of like a Japanese brand, but like, oh, like, like those. No, I got a or, pro, pro sport gauges. Okay, okay. Which I wouldn't say are bougie. Right, but uh, they work. Yeah, they work. They're right. they're bougie in style, uh-huh. but not in brand. Like they're recognized as a, as a good gauge brand. Okay, okay. But they're like all digital. Oh, like, nice gauges that have uh-huh. four different color options uh-huh. and peak warnings and all that stuff. How come you didn't just go through the OBD two sensor and run like a like a your computer a computer through there like our little tablet because uh, i wouldn't get oil pressure oh okay okay, um, okay. and the the temperatures uh-huh. uh i mean i know they're not like super accurate because there's yeah. a delay when you rev even right Exa- well the, oh. the um the oil pressure is on a delay so okay. by the time you get the idiot light it's yeah too it's done late. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I'm it, not gonna rely on that. It's OBD2, right? It's OBD2. Yeah. Okay. First year. Oh. No, 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 not first year. Sorry. 98. So okay. it's been a few years. Okay. But it's like uh, yeah, first generation that that mm-hmm. used it. And then uh, the temperature. Since I removed the uh, the heater, all the heater stuff, mm-hmm. and rerouted my lines, yeah. I do have an extra port. So oh, okay. I figured I just use that port for uh, for the water temp. And okay. I was like, yeah, that's that's fine. Mm-hmm. So we just reuse that just to have really on demand stuff. Mm-hmm. I guess mm-hmm. I could deban- d- uh, uh, tap into the ODB2 stuff. Mm-hmm. But some of these, I don't think oil temp is given either. Right, right. It depends on what it's getting. Yeah, right? so there's, there's a lot got. of stuff that I'd have to do. So I figured I'd just, I'd just do that. Plus, you know, race car, you know? Right. Uh, yeah. And, and yeah. are you doing like a sandwich plate for the oil temps? Yeah. So I have okay. a, it's a, it's a distribution block that I bought. Okay. Um, and it gives me it turns one port into three ports. Oh, okay. So one port is for the stock sender, and mm-hmm. then I'm gonna use uh, one for oil pressure and one for oil temp. Okay. Yeah. And so those are on. Um, now I just gotta put on the senders, wire it, put everything through the firewall. Uh, make that's sure the fun I'm, part. Yeah, making sure. Well, actually, uh, Harbor Freight saved me. They have this like wire running kit where you just uh it's good it's a bunch of long flexible rods that you can screw onto each other oh yeah and that's for like home electrical exactly exactly uh-huh. and i never I had never seen it at harbor freight huh. but they have it at the automotive section and i already put it in through the firewall it's it, that's oh so be you, the easy you, part yeah okay so okay yeah. that is easy then so yeah i just need to i basically just need to make sure i'm looking at my wiring diagrams correctly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and i do that properly which always makes me nervous mm-hmm. but yeah I, I hate you know running wires i mean even my like my home security system is all wireless oh you yeah know? like i just don't D- yes. like running wires anywhere yeah. yep. ever for any reason mm-hmm but yeah, that's kind of the next step. So I was so gonna that's get, it. I was gonna get started. It's not it because I still have to do the rear, put the rear together because okay. it's not together. But in terms of really thinking about the things that I have to do, like if I, if something that I have that is gonna be a little challenging to do, mm-hmm. that's pretty much it. Oh. As soon as the, all the electrical is done, it's all basic stuff. It's uh-huh. just a radiator goes back in, all the hoses, then the rear goes back in, alignment, and then I'm done. But it's just it or I'm done with the with I'm done and the car can drive. Yes. But I still need to get at least I might have to do my first track day on stock seats. 
I think I'm going to have to, and it's going to oh, suck. You should have kept your freaking... Uh, no? I mean... Just for some something to rip around it and then swap them out? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, thinking about it now... Yeah. Yeah, but at the time... <laughs> I was, <laughs> at the time... You're trying I was, to get money. trying to get money, exactly, yes, like, yeah, to, to yeah, fund yeah. the project. Yeah. But you're right, like, now... Damn. It would have made... Because those are reclining seats, so uh-huh. it, it makes sense. I could use them with my three-point... Yes, uh, my regular seat belt. Yeah, be fine. yeah, yeah. Uh, but I didn't do that. <laughs> so, so here we are, back at square here one. We are back at square one. You need uh, the same shit, but yeah. Whatever. And I'm a little nervous, like ordering, um, like a racing seat and not having like the full roll bar and harness on there. I'm oh. not gonna use like a, a harness bar, you know, like mm-hmm. that's yes. for trouble. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's I'm kind of like, okay, maybe I might have to run just stock for the first one. Which is not going to be fun at all, because mm. uh, battling your seat is just annoying. Um, but it, it might have to come to that. Uh, okay. We'll see. Because I'm, I'm almost, I'm almost afraid to take out the steering wheel too, and replace that. Because if I don't have a harness, I'm going to go into my steering wheel if I crash. Mm. So then right. keeping the airbag makes sense. Yes, but. I've never owned an E36 that had an airbag go off. (laughs) (laughs) Even the one that flipped. Right. No airbags went off. So I'm like, if it's not going to go off anyway. So that's kind of where I'm at. (laughs) I should probably just, I mean, I'm not going to have time to get my roll bar done, which is going to be custom made. Yeah. There's no way I can do that before the 22nd day. Yeah. There's, yeah. So it's, it's, I think it's going to be, you know, in a stock interior, but that'll be what the last thing I have to think about. At least the car will be drivable. A year coming, huh? Yeah. Because you bought... When did you buy that car? I don't even remember. Really? You don't even yeah. remember the month? I don't even remember the month that I bought it. Was it, it before Christmas last year? Because oh. you never drove it here, so I never saw it here. I only yeah, saw it under a sheet at your house on the driveway. Yeah, you're when right. When we were trying to record... When we were trying to buy my S2000. That was the time I saw that car. When did you buy the S2000? February. Right oh, before, shit. before Valentine's yeah, Day. Yeah, that then it had to be that that I think you're. I don't. Gosh, what 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 else was I doing during that time that I bought it from that guy? Um, shit, I don't. I mean, I, I, mm, I, I still had. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it was before. You Christmas still had the last Rio. Year. I still had the Rio. I still had the Rio because that's the car that I went to see this car. In. And then you bought. Oh, it is. Then you bought the truck because the Rio died. Because the Rio died. And what yeah. month was that? F- already spring? That was no, like, that was pre-COVID because you wouldn't have bought that, that truck. That was pre. That was right before COVID. Yeah, because you wouldn't have bought that truck, right? No, I if, had that. That that happened in January, I think. The the truck, the truck dying. Yeah, the the tr- bu- or the Rio buying. dying. The Rio yeah, dying. The Rio dying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. We have to look back at our show notes. Yeah, to yeah, see. to see when this actually happened. <laughs> yeah, right? like, oh shit. Yeah, because you're right. Like, if it, if COVID would have happened, I would have not bought a truck for yeah. sure. There's yes. just no reason to even have a exactly. car. Exactly, it's a daily. Yeah, it was uh, a, daily. a fuel efficient daily. You didn't need. I'm glad that I bought it before it happened. Right. Because uh, I'm gonna tow. I plan on towing the E36 to the track. Oh, really? Not because I need to, but just... Just for the flex? (laughs) For the flex, yes. I will admit. Okay. Oh, okay. But also because I want to get into that practice and understand what towing is like. Okay. Um, Because I'm eventually... I do 
this is sort of totally off topic, but uh-huh. I do on my bucket list. I have uh, like buying an, an import car. Oh, um, one that's not street legal. You mean? Not, well, I want it to be street legal, but I'm not going to give California ten grand right to to own one of to these cars, one of right? These. Right. So I think I'm thinking that one of these, I, well, it might be a year or two where I own a car that uh-huh. I'm going to have to tow to tracks or tow to shows, oh, okay. right? Okay. Tow to drive around somewhere and enjoy. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm kind of, that's kind of what I I'm like, see. let's, let's see what I need. Make sure I have all the stuff that I need. Okay. I'm never going to own a car hauler. I'm uh-huh. going to do the U-Haul things and I have no space to keep it. Right. right? At least not now. Yeah. Uh, but I do want to, you know, get into the habit and understand what it takes to tow a car. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll, that's what I'll be doing this too. It's sort of a shakedown of everything. Right, the truck towing. Not on your first that. go, though, right? You're not going to do that on January. Are you towing it in January? Yeah, I'm towing it in January. Well, in January, I kind of have to tow it because my registration is suspended because I didn't pay insurance on it because oh. uh, the car's not moving, right? Okay. So California sent me the notice saying, like, hey, we're going to suspend your uh, registration. Unless you pay up? Unless or? you get insurance. Oh, because you don't have insurance yeah, on the car. Yeah, and I just didn't want to pay insurance on it if the car is on jack stands. Yeah, that the makes garage, sense. Right? And I could get insurance and re-register it, but I'm just not going to do that yet. So I'm going to make sure the car works, that everything is good and up and running, um, that the shakedown goes well. Okay. And if that passes the test, uh-huh. I'll get the registration shit fixed. All right, so I'll see the car next weekend. Yeah, Here. <laughs> next week. It should yeah. be next week. We'll yeah. see. Because yeah. I, I technically could just block off the distribution block, mm-hmm. put everything back together, and, I mean, by the, when I got the camber arms, the lower control arms, I'm, that's it. I'm done. Yeah. And I'll, I'll probably won't have a great alignment, but it'll be good enough to drive. Dude, I drive with my steering oh, yeah, wheel skew all day yeah. long. So that's where I'm at. I'm kind of seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. Cool. Very cool. Once I do the wiring stuff, then it's just a breeze. And but even that's like, that's just precautionary stuff anyways, really, right? Yeah, it's not, not extremely necessary. You I don't mean, need it to run to my house. No, 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 not at, at all. all. Not at all. Yeah, not right? at all. I mean, I, I technically don't need, but... I can't if I put the intake manifold back on and the cooling system back on before doing this. You're, yeah. It's gonna be harder to do it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so I'm like, yeah, let's just make sure I do all this stuff. I can pretty sure I can knock all it out, knock all of it out in a weekend. But you know, I don't know about you, but for me, whenever there's something that I dread, I procrastinate like a motherfucker. Oh yes. So that's kind of where I'm at. The only reason I got the transmission back up is because. I decide what was that? What did I go into the garage to do? I think I might have gone into the garage to clean up. Okay. And cleaning up turned in turning into turned into torquing down the input flange, uh-huh. which turned into I might as well put it up. Yeah. And yeah. I ended up doing it. Otherwise, mm. I mean, I I'm thinking like I would have pushed it even beyond today. Mm. So yeah, yeah right. I mean, but that was a great feeling to get that shit up there. That was last weekend you did that? Yeah, last okay. weekend. Yeah. Okay. I mean it was that's why I sent you the picture immediately. I was like, Oh, this is victory. Yeah. And victory. my immediate comment was like, That blue is sexy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Yes. Oh, it looks okay. good. So yeah. that's where we're at. We're almost there. Awesome. We're almost there with the car. Okay. Yeah, okay. So we might good. see it next week. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see it next week. Yeah. Luckily I already have a guy. I really wanted to use West End alignment. Yes. But I'm I'm not about to take this car all the way to LA on a garage. There's Che works in um 
City of Industry. Yeah, there's also this guy that OC Alignment. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. Mm-mm. He doesn't have a shop. All he does is mobile alignments. And he oh. will do an alignment for you in your garage. Corner balance too. Corner balance too. Oh. Yeah. So I'm going to I'm going to use that guy. It's probably going to be a little pr- more pricey, but it's worth it. But it's worth it. Yeah, it's not cuz I literally I wouldn't even have to have the car running. I just have to put the suspension on and then I can call him up and say, "Hey, can you come to the alignment?" You know, he'll he'll do the alignment and then I don't have to worry about the rest of the car. Just put oh. the engine back together. That's part of the thing I dread too. Yeah. Is just going to the shop, waiting there for hours and not being able to do shit I need to do and get done. You know what I mean? What like, mean? like going to those specialty shops. Sometimes there's queue of like people like backed up because Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's what I mean. And they got held up because the suspension install went bad or something like that. Whereas if they're coming to your house and they actually get there, they they have nobody else's shit to do but it's yours. It's just you. That's a good point. How much is that? You have to you have to let me know because I'm telling you, it's like I said, it's like four hundred bucks. Because I want a quarter balance the S two thousand. Oh, okay. Because it's on. Uh, I mean, they're okay. Uh, what was it? What brand is that again? The um, what brand are my coilovers? Did you say they were feel? No, it's similar. Uh, S no. Fortunato. Not, Fortunato. There yeah, you go. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So. You never know how the previous owner, they probably just got them installed. Oh, for sure. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, because so, you're like way too high off the ground, too. Yeah, that's, that's, it's probably at the, the, the highest setting. Yeah. So just drop it like half an inch. Yeah, I'll let you know. I'll let you know how it goes. Yeah, I mean, then, this guy, he's, he's done like the Hoonigan cars. Oh. Yeah, so this guy is, he's got a good reputation. Legit. Yeah. He's and he's a, an OC, you said? He, I think he does, uh, Long Beach. Oh, I've seen him do OC cars. And L.A. cars. Okay. I haven't seen him do anything in the IE, but uh-huh. I'm pretty sure. He says on his website, as long as you pay gas, he'll come out. Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So we'll do that. Yeah, so you hopefully, to... you know, we, we put a wrap on this. Put a wrap on this. I'm going to. Hmm. It's going to be nice to be able to move that damn thing after so long. Yes. Very, very true. Yeah. But let's get into our next topic. Cars that are eligible to import. In 2021. So that's a 1996, right? 1996. Now, something to clarify is that it's not the year of the car. It's the manufacturer's it's the, Yeah, there. so yeah. it's whatever the VIN says. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but 25-year rule mm-hmm. uh, would be 1996, and mm-hmm. there are some cars that are now becoming eligible. Uh, What? Like a R- Is the R34? No, no not yet. No, R30, the R33 is still the one that's okay. available now. There yeah. is some like LM spec GTR that's okay. That's okay. only that was only made in 1996. Okay, that is now eligible. But it's R33 still. But right? it's R33 still. Okay. Um, what are your let, real quickly? What are your Skyline power rankings? R34, R32, and R33. Really? And then well, and the Hakusuko, which is impossible to buy, but. I don't know where I put that because I'm not that into the old, old cars. Yeah, I'm kind of with you. It's like a separate category. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. But my mine is R32, R34, R33. Really? Yeah. And the R32s are easier to get because there's more of them. Yes, yeah. So, I mean, if that's probably going to be the car that I'm going to be towing around. Not the NSX? Well, the NSX would be registered. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, my bad. Okay, that's my bad. U- that's US spec, bro. Well, your family was right. You are. Everybody else is beneath you. <laughs> no, hell no, dude. No way. I don't know that. Like, if there was an option to have a registered 
you know, uh, GTR without paying California ten thousand mm-hmm. dollars, mm-hmm. then I would absolutely yeah, me too have one yeah. But yeah, so that's what for the NSX. I don't know that I'll ever own one, considering how how the prices are just going up before my eyes mm-hmm. as I'm researching them. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, so that anyway, back to imports for 2021. So the mm-hmm. first one on my list, the Lancer Lancer Evo Four. Okay, is eligible now mm. uh, for import. Mm. Similarly, the Gallant VR Four. Okay. Mm is eligible, which I thought were interesting. Mm-hmm. The most interesting for me, the LCI Eurospec E36 M3. Okay. Is, is that eligible. like a lightweight or something? No. So it's uh LCI Eurospec. Yeah, so it was when it, it was the during the updates on the E36 M3, the Europeans got a power bump from their already more powerful engine. Mm, okay. So the this uh uh LCI Eurospec had three hundred and sixteen horsepower and 258 pound-feet of torque compared to my 240 or the U.S. spec 240 horsepower. So now uh, this is the first year you can import them. Would you want to necessarily no, to right? import one versus like turboing um, your, 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 you know, your U.S. spec one? Probably not. Uh, if, but, if you keep it stock, yes. But yeah, I'd, I'd be interested in owning a completely stock fresh example of a euro spec m3 are there um how rare were were they super rare were i don't they, think they're, they're not super rare i no. think they're just as common they were just as common in europe as, as they are here m3. and they, they have them in they had them in japan and they had them in australia okay so there are you know tons of options in what, terms of importing what them. makes it an lci oh just the engine too lci is the is the term that bmw uses for updates mid generation updates oh yeah okay. they call it life cycle impulse oh okay yeah, okay yeah, yeah. okay so okay. they'll update like look and feel and uh-huh. and for in this case they, they had went a power with an engine bump. too yeah they also. had a power bump yeah. Dude, what what engine changes did they make specifically it was they it was a 3.0 to a 3.2 liter okay change. wow yeah. that's big and the they got itbs the europeans got uh, independent throttle bodies they did the, yeah they did yeah we didn't from get, factory from factory yeah from factory Wow, yeah, we we weren't lucky enough to get that. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, other yeah. than Ferraris. Yeah, and in the later years, in the E36, they got the SMG transmission, which is the the sort of precursor to the, D, to the DCT. Oh, DCT. Yeah, 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 yeah. For the DCT oh, transmission. Okay. Um, so that started in the E36. The E46 had it all regular, but the E36 later generations got that too. That makes sense. It's about that time. Yeah. And, oh, and the LCI came with a five to six speed upgrade. Oh, really? Yeah. So this particular E36 is a six speed as opposed to ours, which is exclusively a five, five. speed. Oh, that's, yeah. that's a huge difference too. Yeah. Okay. So, uh-huh. um, and, uh, the last car I have on my list, which is now eligible. Uh, it w- became eligible like mid last year. The Honda Integra Type R. So I did want to talk mm. about this with you. So I consider the Honda Integra Type R a little more special than the Acura Integra Type R. Interesting. Would is that is that is that not a common thought? Because because the these were produced what starting in ninety five. I'm surprised it actually were in that realm already of 95, 96. Yeah. For the Type R, Integra Type R. Integra Type R. Honda Integra Type R. Um, I don't know that it's more special. I think it's viewed as equal, but it's better because it has a single headlight. 
versus the four headlights. You're right. You're so people, right. that's sought after. Yeah. And you, to do that conversion, you actually have to get a JDM um, bumper support and some like other crash oh, pieces. It's not just, it's it's not not just, just bumpers. Bumpers oh, okay. and headlights. No, you got to do some cutting to your USDM um, bumpers. So it's not that easy. Yeah. So with that said, um, maybe it is more special for Americans in, in a sense because you're yeah. getting a – if you can get a stock one, that might be worth an import because of the uh, – just the potential for value increase. Yeah, even. man. I mean, I think I think it's really nice. I like. Although those are the badges. four lug ones too. Those are before the five lug. But, I mean, that's easy to change. But then it's not original. Exactly. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. That's what I was just going to say. But what's wrong with the four lug? Um, Shitty wheel selection. Yeah, that's true. And but they're uglier I'll, wheels. I mean, I would want to keep this pretty stock. And they're 15s on those. I, I know it well because, you know, I'm in that, that realm of right. uh, Honda fanboyness. Yeah, I guess. yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so... That's not a bad. That's not a bad one to import. You could probably get that to pass here, even potentially. Yeah, for sure. I don't see why not. You know, I um, mean, you've passed the JDM motor. <laughs> <laughs> hey, legit too. Legit no, 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 no bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not. You're not. You're within the emissions limits. Yes. So. Yeah. Huh. But yeah, I thought this one was a good one. That's too. a. That's a really good one because it's still in affordable range. Hopefully. Yeah, yeah. Assuming they're still out there. I don't even know if they're out there. Anymore. I don't know what the numbers are. Yeah, but. Because in Honda, if they didn't get chopped for U.S. like consumption. Yeah. Within, in the parts world, I can't imagine that they're still around. Yeah. Because they know that they're going up, too, over there. And it's also at the mercy of the importers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because if the import, the importers are going to use the American market as a gauge to price these. Yes, absolutely. So even if in, you know, you could find them for, let's say, 10K, that's, I mean, not realistic, but let's say you can no, find that's, them. No, that's realistic in Japan. All right. So there you go. So you yeah. find them in t- for $10,000 in Japan. Uh-huh. They're still going to sell them here for maybe like 10% under what a USDM mm-hmm. uh, type R would so cost. So like 18. Yeah. But that's still not bad. That's still not. You think that you think you get a type R for 18 now? I mean, no, it's I doubt probably it. Like, you know, a 200,000 mile one. Uh, it depends on one. the mileage and condition, but yeah. not, you are talking about JDM one or USDM one? USDM. Oh, USDM at 18. No. I doubt it. They're in the twenties now, for yeah, sure. Yeah, I think twenty to thirties mm-hmm, at this point, mm-hmm. or sixty. Yeah, <laughs> right for yeah. a super <laughs> yeah. fresh and clean yeah. one. Yeah, if yeah. you're like or wasn't miles, it six, zero miles. Wasn't it six figures? Wasn't it six figure Integra? For no, a, no, right? I don't know. Type R, maybe. I mean, EM1 SIs are going for fifty thousand on Bring a right. Trailer, so exactly. We're getting up there. Yes, we are getting up. That's there. why it might be worth it. I knew it. Those are the car options. I'm sure there's a lot of others, mm-hmm. but those are the ones that I was sort of interested in mm. for this year. Not a big class, I would yes. say, of you know cars that are being imported. Mm-hmm. I think you know the R30 first R34 year is going to be probably the the big Huge. one for everybody. That's 99, right? Yeah. So that's oh gosh, 2020. Yeah, we still got a while. That's not too far away, man. It's not, but it is. But they're 100K cars now already. Yeah. And they yeah. did not make a lot of them. Yeah. I mean, it's they're nice. I don't know that I'd want to own one. Really? Yeah. I think I think owning the R32 for me would scratch that itch. Uh, the Skyline itch for me. Okay. Because okay. I'm very fond of that, that one uh-huh, in particular uh-huh. for some reason. But you know, with the R33 being probably a definitely a no for me. Okay, yeah, yeah, I have the R34 up there. I don't, you can't see it; it's behind no. the TV. 
Um, yeah. Uh, and then the R32 is there and here. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Would you sell the S2000 to get an R32? Yes. Like tomorrow? <laughs> yes. That would be a fast <laughs> yes. That was a fast yes, huh? Yeah. I mean, right. if you sold the S2000 right now, you'd, you'd profit first. Uh, I, I would hope so. Yeah. No, you would. Okay. I think you would. Okay. Um, But then you'd still be... I mean, you'd still be like 20K short. Yeah, yeah, I know. Plus whatever other bullshit fees I got to pay, right? Yeah. Yeah, I do have a, a place out of state that it could be registered at. So there's Interesting. that. Yes. Yeah, so you have you have that option. I do. My parents live in Michigan. Yeah. So it could be my dad's. Yeah. But my dad doesn't like to fuck with the law, so... I know. Uh, he's I know. Straight he up would, dude. Yeah, he's super straight. He doesn't fuck with. Just with tell that him shit. you're buying him a car, <laughs> <laughs> and then take it one day. Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> Across country. Yeah. Yeah. And then hide it in my garage. Would he be into a skyline? No. No. He's he's not a car guy. He's not. He thinks Porsches are ugly. Oh really? Yeah. He does. Interesting. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. I don't know why. Uh. Does is your dad a car guy? Does he appreciate um, like going to a car show and seeing every brand? It's like ah, that car brand is junk. I don't uh, want that. You know, I don't know. Okay, I, sh- I'm, I think I'm gonna take my dad to a car show and just see what. I know he likes cars. Okay, I mean, he owned a Datsun 280. Oh right. I mean, okay, yeah, that's that's a good sign. Yeah, and he he's always enjoyed you know his you know his trucks or uh-huh. you know, as he got older he got more into more like luxury feeling like Volvos and stuff. But that's that old man. Yeah, move. Yeah, 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 but yeah. He, but he likes cars. Now I don't know what his preferences are or if he hates Porsche or not. Okay. Yeah, okay. I don't know where he'd be. Yeah, my dad. I I think once he gets in the S. Yeah. I think that's the first car he's going to be like, oh, yeah. I don't know. Like, he hates his moonroof, though. Really? Yeah. He never, he doesn't want to smell like outdoors. (laughs) 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 You know, like the sun beaming on him and shit. Yeah, yeah. So he never opens his moonroof. He buys, all the Lexuses come with a moonroof. They only buy Lexus, my parents. Oh, okay. Even the damn SUVs, right? All Lexuses come with moonroof? Yes. I think all cars at this point. Yeah, pretty much, right? Yeah. But, um, yeah, he he never let us open the moonroof, even the slide. Really? When, if he was driving, yeah. When I was driving, I was stunting in that thing. Oh, for you know? sure. Like, yeah. 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 But so he didn't even let you open it. No, he didn't want us to open it because yeah, he hates he. And so it's like, why do you even have the? Damn so he's a Windows up driver. He's a Windows up AC oh, on driver dude, for sure sucks. for life. <laughs> yes. You gotta yes. teach dad the ways of the drop top. Yeah. Then, for the sure. The only the only time there. Uh, yeah, the, when their moon roofs get used is when I'm in town and it's hot outside. Just don't take him out on a sunny day because then he's gonna hate it forever. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. I don't know what he'll react he'll react to with the S2000. So I'm just not even gonna offer. Up. I'm not gonna offer to let him drive it. I'm just gonna wait and see and <laughs> let him like itch to ask. Would, would he ask? Uh, he'll ask. He'll ask. I yeah. I think so. He hated on the at Forrester. Okay. He's like, man, this thing's fucking ugly. But. <laughs> <laughs> but he wanted to drive. I was like, it's 300 horsepower SUV. He wanted to drive it. I didn't. Uh, I didn't. I didn't okay. hand him the keys, and that was the only visit. I only had the car for like six months, so that was the only visit where he saw it. But yeah, we'll see. He never did. He ever drive my Civic? He drove my Civic. We should probably like, uh, like, 
get a day at a skid pad at Apple Valley Speedway. It's uh-huh. like four hundred bucks, uh-huh. and just take our dads and like just that be just do donuts for like four hours, driving them crazy. <laughs> <laughs> just irritate them. Yeah. Why are we here? Why are we doing this? That would be funny. Yeah, definitely funny. Oh, um, man, but let's move into our next topic. Car guy superpowers, Randy. Car guy superpowers. So I was like, yeah, I was thinking one day, man, I, I would really, I would really enjoy it if I could find any tool at any point, regardless of where it's been put. Like, I feel like that would be a great car guy superpower. Sometimes I will literally put a wrench down uh-huh. to go find a socket. Yes. And once I get the socket, yes. I have no idea where I left the fucking <laughs> wrench. And I'm like, oh, so I had to go look for it. So that's a super it. car guy superpower you want? That's a car guy superpower I would want for sure. I'm a little bit of a, ch- a cheater because what I what came to mind when you brought up this topic was I'd want to stop time. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> that's my main complaint for everything car related, right? Yeah, I don't. And it's true. I, I really don't feel like I, I have time. swear, Randy, you could stop time and you'd still find a way. I'd be sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> but then I could sleep and do some shit yeah, of my own. Yeah, yeah. And then come back to all the things, all of my responsibilities. Oh, man, yeah. that would be so nice if you could stop. Because then I wouldn't have to worry about my track day. You know? Exactly. Like, I'd stop time, do my work, restart mm-hmm. time. There we go. Yes. I built an entire car in one day. Yeah. I somehow have a full beard. Yeah, well, but, and you do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh-huh. I built it in one day. Yes. So that makes sense. Yeah, that's that's uh, I think that's a good one. And then you would have the time to find the tool that you lost. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> right. But the, see, that's that's the thing though, because that wouldn't solve my issue. Because my issue is the frustration. Oh, okay. Of not knowing where it's at after just having it. Because mm, looking okay, for it is enough. not a big deal. Uh-huh, looking uh-huh. for it while frustrated, that's probably what you want to avoid. Okay. But knowing that you have endless amount of time to do your shit. It might relax you a little bit, right? It would. Maybe even too much. Yeah. Yeah. You know, as as a self-proclaimed like pro procrastinator. Uh-huh. uh-huh. That's that's a slippery slope. It is, dude. You know, it to is. To tell a procrastinator you have unlimited time. Right. It's right, to tell right, him right. that it's never going to get done almost. Exactly. That's sketch. Or the uh, opposite of that or similar, I should say, is, is you know how the Flash um, in DC Comics? Yeah. He like... Um, He's faster than time. He can like catch, right? Like things in the air as it, that got thrown at him. That kind of thing. That might be the alternative, right? If stopping time is just not feasible or whatever. Yeah. That might be the alternative. Being able to run through shit fast, so I can get shit done to do all my other responsibilities. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. but you're but see these these are like um, almost gen- generic superpowers. Yeah, that's that's exactly yeah. that's right. That's like, right. I was thinking a little more specific. Like car another specific. another uh, uh, good car guy power would be an accurate butt dyno. An accurate butt an dyno. Accurate butt dyno. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> you know, yes. that would be awesome. You, you do know? need to f- figure a way to meme meme that. Yeah. <laughs> accurate the accurate yeah. butt dyno. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> You do. I'll, I'll try to find a way. Accurate, but oh, okay. So car guyism slash superpower. Superpowers, right? Like you, you put in your, you, you, you're driving your car. You know exactly what horsepower you have because mm-hmm. you're sitting mm-hmm. in the damn seat. And you don't and have to pay for a dyno. You don't have to pay for a dyno. Yes. And you can test anything that you put on your car. 
You know, right. put an intake, take it for a drive. All right, my butt is saying an extra <laughs> three horsepower, and it's yeah. accurate, you know? Because uh. every car guy has a butt dyno, uh-huh. and every butt dyno tells you you've added 50 horsepower with no matter what mod you put on that damn I, car. I, I, love, I love that one, dude. <laughs> I absolutely love that one. Yeah. Huh. Oh, yeah okay I think, I think it would do that one too that's a, that's a really good one john no <laughs> yeah. for real dude like I'll that's put, so creative that's, I, I don't i gotta figure out you're gonna have to help me how to meme that okay okay button, yes definitely, definitely second one i think you'd like this one uh another one i have the automotive midas touch so Ooh. you can change the color of your car by oh. thinking it and touching it so how midas you know could turn everything into gold you're essentially turning your car into whatever color you desire. Uh, to that end, actually, I think I did hear that there were companies looking into figuring out how to change your color of your car's exterior oh, with something. Like LEDs or something? No, it's not light-based because you have to, like, if you can electrically charge the particles right, to shift. Colors. May, it might just be two different colors because you can't do the whole fucking spectrum of colors, right? Yeah. But if you can go from like a blue to a red, a blue to yellow or green to red because those are opposites. Yeah. Um, That's kind of cool, right? You're right because they use like electrolysis to change like the color yes. of titanium. Yes, exactly. Yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. chameleons can do it. Yeah. Right? So, so just, why can't my car? Yeah. <laughs> Basically, yeah. that's really how we, yeah, yeah. we model I mean, our Dragon design. I mean, Dragonflies gave us the Exactly. Contact. We model our design after nature. Yeah. So, yes. Oh, man. That'd be interesting. That would be sick, right? Hell, yeah. You could do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. mean, change, I guess that would be the start. Because then if you want to do, like, liveries and stuff. Ooh. Right? Then so the, oh, so that's where you were thinking the exterior body's all LED panel? Yeah. I mean, this is, this is an idea that I thought of oh. literally just staring at my car, thinking of things that I wanted to do to it and experience without actually having to do it that would be interesting if they could do like e-paper you know how that was supposed oh, to be a yeah thing? yeah you're right so it's not shining yeah but it's just changing the look yeah that would be sick yeah you could do that have that would be the next sema car interesting that, that might be i mean might be technology i've been like i've been i uh write five ideas every day okay of inventions Oh, that's cool. Ridiculous. Everything uh-huh. that I've come up to this point is either extremely expensive or just stupid. Yeah. Um, and I think once I have a good enough collection, I want to discuss it on the podcast. Oh, so right, okay. I think, I think right now we're going we're gonna to keep it up. But re- the realistic purpose of that is I, I want to own a patent and okay. I want to have a part on my car that I've invented. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to come up with different ideas. Mm. Um, so far, nothing. So far, it's things like that where they're good ideas. But it's going to take, you know, $250,000 of investment to make it a reality. Right. And I've even gone as far as looking into what it would take to oh, make these things okay. a reality. Okay. And it's just like, oh, man, I don't know if I want to take a deep enough dive. Right. I don't believe in myself that much <laughs> <laughs> on that particular idea. So. so the Midas Touch one is cool, but uh, to jump off or piggyback off of that. Yeah. To fix something and not fuck something else up would be enough mm. <laughs> super guy power, right? That's a good one. <laughs> like the, your blue sub, uh, transmission yeah, frame. <laughs> oh, my God. The right? No, no collateral damage. Yeah, power. there you go. There you go. Yeah. No collateral damage. Because <laughs> it's inevitable, dude. Yes. 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 Oh, yes. my God. You can, that you can be sure mm-hmm. that whatever you did didn't affect anything else. And it comes out perfect. Oh, my God. Yeah, I would love that. Yeah. To have that security, because mm-hmm. I mean, I'm 
I'm anxious after every big job. Yes. Every even I'm not I'm lying. Even like an oil change. Like I'll be like, man, did I torque that bolt down? Yeah. Did I for torque sure. the oil pan for bolt sure, down? Dude. Or did I tor- over torque it? Mm-hmm. Uh, like mm-hmm. something So to have to not worry about that would be a nice stress relieving Absolutely. Power, for and sure. that's true. Even a simple oil change, the brake a brake pad change, you're like, fuck, did I fucking do this? Or you just strip a bolt or something dumb. And you're like, yeah. fuck. It's such basic shit. And you end up spending way longer than you know it's supposed to. That's what makes it even worse. The, those the everyday car repairs. Oh, yeah, for right? sure. Like, man. Oh, motherfucker. Yeah, those right? are like, the most annoying, man. Or I don't know if this happened to you. You didn't put the oil drain pan like right. Because you know how it like it spills out like in a certain direction oh, yeah, at yeah, first yeah, yeah, and yeah. then it like kind of curves then off it goes down. Yeah. I've had oil spills all over this garage and I'm like, I, I, I had one, which okay. was the first, the first one I did with the Rio. Okay. And then I left the oil pan I had was smaller. Yeah. And so I lined it up with the stream and then left. Uh huh. And by uh-huh. the time I came back, there was just oil <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, yes, and I'm yes. like, Oh crap. And this yes. was that like, it was my parents' driveway. At oh that time. shit! Okay, so okay. definitely had to clean that up before my dad found out. Oh, so okay, I get yelled at for that. Right on, right on. But jumping off of that idea, uh-huh. another superpower would be if, if you're not, say you don't have that superpower, the, the no collateral damage superpower, okay. right? Okay. What about what about the automatic diagnosis superpower? Ooh, right. You don't need it. You need you don't need to plug into an ODB two reader. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You don't need to go scan or anything. As soon as that light comes on, hmm. you know exactly what's wrong and what parts need to be replaced. You know what would make that superpower awesome for what? Buying cars. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, my right? God. Yeah, that's a car salesman superpower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah or just as a car yeah. buyer, like, ooh. Oh, you would search I could steal. every car. Mm-hmm. Every car that has a check engine light that's for sale. Yes. You can make a huge deal on it. Right, like, right, oh, right. Oh, man, it's going to be like 50 bucks to fix this part. Yes, exactly. Oh, yeah. Dude, that's and, a good point. Right? That's a good super. That's, uh, that's a good yeah, one. That's the Swiss you, Army knife you power. Could, you could get rich off of that shit. Oh, hell yeah. Right? Yeah, cause yes. that's definitely yeah, – oh, my God, that's a good one. Yeah, that is a good one. Yeah, for a car salesman. Because that's how, yeah, that'd some people so, – If you knew what every check engine light meant, mm-hmm. oh, that'd mm-hmm. be great. Because even when you're getting the ODB2 reader to tell you the codes, it's still not the full story. Right. You know, it's part, right. it's, it's helping you get there, but it, it's not it, the full yes, story. Yes, it whittles it down to three or four things. Yeah, yeah. Usually, right? Yeah, but you want the one thing. Yes, you want to know it's just that one O2 sensor that just needs to be swapped and you're good to go. Yeah. Right? So. Oh, man. That's a good one, though. I think we need a – I don't know who we ask for these superpowers, but I'm liking all of these. If we could get a set – I mean, just one. Just right. One and I'm yes. okay. But if yes. you want to give me all, we're cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But anyway, let's close up with a question from the listeners. And this question is from Jacob in New York. Oh. He asked, What's your preferred way to hold a steering wheel when driving? Uh one hand on the wheel, one hand on my dick. <laughs> <laughs> what? Just to protect it. <laughs> Just to be secure. <laughs> I planned that when you first mentioned the question before we planned this. I, I, I already planned so an answer. Too. When you said I have your answer already, I was like, oh, oh cool. I guess, I guess you, I had no idea this is what you meant. <laughs> but really, though. Uh, usually one-handed. 
Um, one handed where? Uh, no, I take that back. S two thousand two hands, almost mm. exclusively uh, uh, three and uh, ten or whatever. Oh really? Yeah. Oh okay. Or two and ten, two and ten. Yeah, almost always. Um, just because the S two thousand is so ergonomically perfect. Did you know? Well, you know this. You've driven it a few times. Yeah. The the volume. All the controls are at my fingertips also. Right. But they're not on the wheel. Yeah. So I can just reach out with my fingertips to change the volume, mute the thing, like change the AC speed or yeah, yeah, the fan speed on my Yeah, it's just so keeping your hands there gives you the ability yes, to touch all that. To do stuff. everything. Basically. Yeah. Yes. So Interesting. I it doesn't need to be anywhere else but at those two points. And that's why I end up driving that way. If it's not the S two thousand, do you have a different grip? Uh if it's the minivan, uh I don't always two hand it just because I almost don't need to. Yeah. Um, it's one hand on the top, probably 12. Oh, really? Yeah. And then just lean on the, on the armrest. Cause it's like a little like luxury ish ride. So, I, I don't think, I don't, I don't ever drive with my hand on top. Really? Not yeah. anymore? Never. Or never? Never. You never did? You're it's always never two, been, two I've hand? always been a either right hand at what it would be 10 or two. Two. Uh, uh huh. Right hand at two and a hand out the window. Okay, I, or, I do that occasionally. Or the opposite. Okay. With the hand on the my right hand on, on the, the armrest. Armrest. Uh huh. Or ten and two. Oh, ten okay. and two is almost exclusively reserved for focus driving, though. Yes. Right. So if I'm in the canyons, mm-hmm. if I'm coming up on an obstacle, if some dumbass is in front of me that I'm, I need to pay attention to, mm-hmm. then but then it's ten and two. Mm-hmm. Or if I'm on the track, obviously it's ten and right, two. Right. Right. Otherwise, it's it's always I'm I've always either got either ten or two or ten and two. Mm, I but see. But never see. twelve o'clock. Never twelve. Never twelve o'clock. You're never at twelve. Never. Tw- I always I always found it a little douchey. <laughs> Even in a minivan? Even in How a minivan. How can I be douchey? That's even more douchey. Really? Yeah, because you're trying to be cool in a car that's not cool, bro. Like, Dude, <laughs> I don't give a shit, man. Yeah, no, like it's not douchey, right? It's just a normal way of driving. Yeah. Because there's also, like, the real douchey is when you're at 12 and you've got to lean. Yes. Yeah. yeah, do, yeah, you, yeah. do you do a 12 no, and lean? No, not really. Okay. Yeah. Just a normal 12. Yeah, just a normal 12. And then I'm, there's a guy that puts the the palm or the wrist uh-huh. on the steering wheel and let's the hand. I don't hand. do that. I don't do that. Uh, you, you don't no. know that. You, have you seen that one though? I have. Yeah, that one. That one's funny. How about driving with your knees? Oh, dude. Just to hold the wheel, I've not to only, turn, obviously. I've only had friends, like girls. Okay. Not girlfriends, but friends mm-hmm. that are girls that I've seen do that. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. And they do it well. You've never had to open a bag of chips while you're on the freeway? Uh, oh, man. <laughs> I'll use my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, no, hell no. I use my teeth. I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> no, I, you're I've not. done it. I've I used to do it a you lot. You drive when with I your was, knee. I've I've done it to open shit or whatever. Um, admittedly, when I was younger, I probably did it more than I should have. Oh my! He thought it was cool on the freeway. No, <laughs> like you know, just you're cruising. Yeah, I just need to hold it with the knee. Yeah, just to do whatever. Uh, I think like in a pinch, I might have done that before. Yeah. But not enough to remember me ever doing it. Right, you're yeah. going straight. It's just cruise control, knee on on bottom of the steering wheel. Yeah, do what I need to do and get the hands back where they need to be on my dick. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I think I have one other grip, which is a long distance grip. Okay. In which uh, my hands are almost together mm-hmm. at six o'clock, holding really? the steering wheel from the bottom, and my and my my uh, arms are just resting at my sides. Okay. So I'm not really even steering. At that point, uh, right? It's just, it's just a cruise. A really long you're cruise. going to Vegas. Yeah, you're right? just holding yeah. the steering wheel just so you don't die, mm-hmm. mm. and that's it. Mm. But most of the time, I'm ten and two, especially since I've started taking driving a little more seriously. You know, as I've gotten older, I've been far more in the into the ten and two, even in the minivan. I yeah. really do the ten and just two. Just being a lot in control. Be, con- as you get older, being in control is cool. Yes. Yeah. Full control, fully aware of all the dumb fucks on the road. Yeah. You know, so I don't have an agile vehicle when I'm in the fucking minivan, so I got to be ready for anything. Yeah. So that's a big part of it. Safety really is to your point at the end of the day. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, for me, it's a little more. It's a little safety. It's also a little kind of practice to get used to that. That's a good. That's a good reason to do it. You know, just get get an idea of this is the only grip I'm going to use. But that is our preferred way of holding steering wheels, Jacob. And with that, that is our episode. So how would you find us, John? You can find us in 91rteam.com. That is all letters, no numbers. Also, like and subscribe wherever you're listening to the podcast. Follow us on Instagram at 91octane.com. And if you have any questions, concerns, things you want to discuss, questions, whatever it may be, info at 91octane.com. Ready? Any last words? Uh, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Yes. Into 2021. Yes. Hopefully I get my NSX. Yes. With that. Good night. Bye.